Hey there, Ani here. So I wanted to jump in here and record a special bonus episode of the Moms Without Capes podcast. So today is August 1st and it's my birthday. So today I officially turn 46 years old. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule, and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey there, Ani here. So I wanted to jump in here and record a special bonus episode of the Moms Without Capes podcast. So today is August 1st, and it's my birthday. So today I officially turn 46 years old. So I've been doing a lot of thinking lately, and this is about, you know, just about midlife. And um, so my grandma just celebrated, or she just attended her 75th, or not anniversary, 75th high school reunion. And which is super excited. So my grandma's 93 years old and she had to do the reunion through Zoom. So my mom went over and set her up. Um, she lives right next door to my mom. So my mom went over and set her up with the Zoom call. And I think there was eight attendees and the pictures that my mom posted were just were awesome because she was so um so happy she was like this just this little girl like just in a candy shop so excited to be touching base and connecting reconnecting with women that some that she hadn't even seen for 75 years but they were all on the zoom call and um it just gets me thinking right like my genes are pretty good i have a good chance of this 46 meaning that i've got possibly for 46 years ahead of me you know we never know when our time is going to end and all of that but the chances are pretty good that I've got you know good genes that might make me live another 46 years so at this point I could be midlife and so I've just been doing a lot of journaling and reflecting lately on what I want the rest of my life to be if I have a whole lifetime ahead of me how can I make these next 46 years be even better than the first 46 years? And what do I have still to do that I want to do in life? And something that's come up, and this is silly, and this isn't like a deep thing or anything, but I have I don't have any tattoos. And I did a blog post about this a few weeks ago that I brought it up to my family that maybe I'll get a tattoo, right? Like there's still things I want to learn, things I want to do, things I want to experience, places I want to visit, people I want to meet. I've got a lot of life ahead of me. And um, it's, you know, every year when it's my birthday, it just gets me thinking like, how can I make this next year the best year ever? But now that I'm entering, you know, the typical midlife I started thinking like what do I have the rest of my life like um to do how can I make these next 46 years even better than the first and I do some reflection about you know my business the moms without capes business especially 
Um, if you've been following or listening to this podcast for a while, you know that I have two businesses. I have Michalski Counseling, which is my counseling. I put on my counselor hat and do therapy. And then my other business is the Moms Without Capes business, which is my coaching practice. And I bring a lot of my counseling into my coaching practice. But Moms Without Capes, I'm coming up to this fall, will be um, three years that, um, not that the Moms Without Capes have been around, because that has been a little over two years now, but that I decided back in September 2019, all right, I'm going to start a business and ended up, you know, starting one business together. And then for legal matters, I ended up separating them into a coaching business and a counseling business just to keep that separated. But um, it was in September 2019 that I was said, I'm going to start a business. And that was when I, um, I think it was Michalski Health Coaching and Counseling. I forget what the original name was. But um, yeah, so now I'm thinking, you know, how do I want to improve my business? How do I want to blow it up and really help really make it so that I can serve so many more moms and feel that fulfillment that I'm yearning to feel? You know, what, what's my family going to look like? My marriage, you know, my kids are getting older and my my. You know, I'm here in Montana with my husband, and what's that going to look like? How what are we going to do as a couple, as individuals? How are we going to, you know, move forward? And and what are we going to do about that? And my bucket list items. I've talked before about my goals list. I have eleven goals, and some of them I've had to let go of. Some dreams that I've had to let go of over the past few years. I've just come to you know reckoning and. And like, is this really something that I want to do? Because any of any goals, period, you have to make the time in order to prioritize like what it takes, those action steps in order to complete some goals. And there were some dreams on my list that I was, you know, I'm not really wanting to make that time for to do what it takes to, to create those dreams. And so I had to let some go. And that's a loss. But you know, what is still there? And is there anything that I didn't include that there's things that I want to still accomplish in my life? Things, like I said in the beginning of this episode, things I want to do, places I want to visit, experiences I want to have. And so really taking a look at that bucket list and seeing, you know, is it something that, are there things on it that need to change? And of course that means reprioritizing and seeing what is important. And as it so happens with as the years pass, you know, you start thinking, you start seeing things differently and things that once didn't matter do matter and things that matter in the past aren't so important anymore. And so reworking those priorities and seeing where do I want to spend my time? Where do I want to put my energy in order to make certain things happen? I reflect on where I want to be in life one year from now. And one of the reoccurring themes that keep coming up is I want to be a healthier version. But if that's going to happen, then I need to make that a focus. And I don't, I'm not ready to do a whole overhaul of my life. And back in 2011, 
when I decided to start prioritizing myself a bit more, putting myself further up on my to-do list. Oops. Putting my, oops, sorry about that. Back in 2011, when I made the conscious decision to put myself further up on my to-do list, I ended up losing 70 pounds over the next few years. After that, um, I think there was one year that I lost 52 pounds for the entire year, so a pound a week. And it was my focus, which is um, I recorded everything I wrote down. I joined a support group. I made exercise. You know, that was the year I really started enjoying exercise. I've always really, I've always kind of enjoyed exercise. When I think back the other day, I was thinking, I was telling my daughter about how when our oldest was younger, I joined a gym and was working in the childcare room so I can get a free membership. And then I started thinking, I'm like, you know what, there's a lot of times throughout my my mothering years that I did that. But um, in 2011, you know, that was kind of a restart of really making it a priority, my own health. But I had become almost obsessive with it. You know, I, every time I even took a bite, I would write it down. I planned everything. I counted calories. I counted fiber grams or grams of fiber. Like it, it borderlined on um, an eating disorder. And I don't want that. That's not the kind of healthy I look like. Then in 2017, I started some gaining some weight. My dad had passed away and I was going through, um, oh, I had also started back to get my licensure for counseling as a therapist. I had started back to work full time from being a stay at home mom for 14 or 15 years. So I had some just different changes that happened in my life and I started gaining weight and then it went down 2019. I was like, okay, I went back to exactly how I knew, started writing everything down, counting calories and all of that. But then in, in 2020, especially the pandemic, I started gaining again. So I was, I've kind of been a yo-yo dieter and this time around, I'm like, I don't want to do that. I've been really resistant to calorie counting. Um, I did you know, two weeks ago, try to start food journaling again, but I've really been making it a conscious effort not to become obsessive about it and be more on, you know, I know that this is good for me, making sure that I'm getting out and doing a walk. This morning I started out my birthday um, by taking the dog out to a local lake and we just, I did some running around, walking slash running around the lake. So just trying to incorporate more physical activity in my day and making better choices with food. Um, I wanted to get away from the bad, good food, like it passing the judgment on food and all that. But not only my physical health, I also want to work on my mental health. And that means making the time to do my morning routine, which includes meditation, journaling, doing some physical activity during my morning and making sure that I am making the time to reflect to see if my time spent each day is aligned with the goals that I want to have, you know, about my business, about my marriage and my family and what's on my bucket list, my personal goals. So that's all going to contribute to my mental health, making sure that I'm getting outside each day, doing some stretches. I've been really into the guided meditation, so I've been making sure that I'm doing that once or twice a day. Um, I'm also learning Italian again, which is on my 2022 bucket list. So aside from like my big, my big dream list, I also, you know, 
work on some things during the year and one of the things that I wanted to do in 2022 was learn Italian again. I used to know it fluently. I used to actually um, do conversational Italian at my brother's school. He went to a school where there was a lot of Italian um, priests and they would have Italian classes and I loved it. I did it in college and then I continued on at his school um, it was like adult night classes and I would go do that and I got so good at it. Like I studied abroad in Italy one summer with my college, which was an amazing time and um, I got really into the Italian language I was reading at the masses at the Catholic masses the Catholic Italian masses and um, I wanted to relearn it so it, it didn't take much like my my kids showed me how Duolingo has the and this isn't sponsored by them <laughs> but Duolingo has the free language app and so I've been doing Italian and loving it but really just focusing on becoming a healthier version of myself and that means coming down to like just those everyday choices of knowing what what I should be doing or what I could be doing to meet that goal of becoming healthier and of course you know at 46 um, maybe it's hitting me really midlife right now because I'm rounding up to 50 which seems like such a an important number right 50 a uh, half of a century and by then I definitely want to have a thriving business and they say it takes about three to five years before businesses get up off the ground. You just need to stick it out and like continue being consistent. You know, all of these things that you hear when you're running a business and what makes the difference between a successful business and one that's not successful. So by 50, that'll be what? By four more years, I've been three years into it. That's seven years. Definitely have a thriving business by then. And I think of it in terms of my kids, right? Our youngest is, will be 12. Our oldest will be 17, or not our oldest, our second youngest will be 17 at that time. And she'll be graduating high school, but we'll still have, you know, Gianna, who'll be 12 at that time. Definitely want to be more rock solid in my relationships. And I want to be implementing more fun into my life, more joy, more experiences that bring me joy. And, um, that only happens if you're intentional, just like self-care, making time for yourself, but also making time, scheduling in fun, if it's not something that that I usually do, which it's not, but making sure that I am making more fun in my life. I don't really want to slow down, but I also want to incorporate more rest into my life. And from what I hear, when you take the time to rest, you actually are more intentional about the other parts of your life. You're able to get more done, the more areas of your life. So even though I don't want to slow down, like it's definitely possible to start incorporating more rest into my life, being able to sit down because for so long I haven't sat down. I felt guilty and shame and all kinds of emotions when it came to just sitting down and resting and being in the moment. But I've realized that that's so important. That's so important. That's where memories are made. That's when you, that's when I can work on my mental health, which as we've learned in the past two years of anything, how important mental health is. And I, I realized, you know, at 46, I'm just getting started. My husband's like, oh, I can't wait until I retire. 
But for me, like, I just started my business relatively not long ago. I feel like, you know, I became a mom at 23, and we're going to be celebrating our 23rd anniversary this year. So we're at this point where in our marriage that we've been together just as long as we've been single, right? Since, since birth, I know you don't really say you're single when you're five years old, but we've been together as long as we've been apart or not together. So um, it's kind of like a landmark summer right here. And I feel like I am just getting started. Like I feel like I've, I've done a lot of reflection and a lot of self-discovery, especially the last few years have been a huge exercise in self-discovery and learning who I am, you know, separate from being a mom or a wife or a daughter or a sister. Like in all of the roles that I play, I'm finally getting familiar with who I am outside of those roles. But you know what it took? It took me taking the time to sit and reflect on who I was, trying new things. I did a lot of journaling, a whole lot of journaling, a lot of questioning. And I'm not there yet, right? I'm, I'm on this journey too. It's not a destination. It's just, it's the journey itself. You gotta stop and enjoy the journey and do what you can each day to become that better version of yourself. So that's it. I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode of the Moms Without Capes podcast. I'm signing off and I will see you in the next episode. Take care. If you're a super busy, stressed out mom looking to minimize self-doubts, challenge unrealistic expectations, and confront negative self-talk, all while increasing your self-confidence, then you already know that you have to stop feeling inadequate and fully believe in yourself. That's where the Quiet Your Inner Mean Girl program can help. In just eight weeks, you can transform your inner critic to become your biggest cheerleader. You will learn proven methods to stop negative self-talk, break the cycle of negative thinking, and shift your self-beliefs to ones that serve you. Start treating yourself with kindness and compassion and grow your self-esteem and confidence by enrolling in the Quiet Your Inner Mean Girl program today. You can find the link in the show notes of today's episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.